What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another Review Point podcast coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I'm your host as always, Tony Mango, and my target to review for this edition is Creed 2, the, what is it, 15th movie in the Rocky franchise? I think it's the 8th or 9th. I don't know. Uh, Whatever it is, though, you should pretty much know the score by now if you go into Rocky movies and you should know whether or not you would like the movie well before you get to the point of Creed 2. Yet, if you're interested in knowing what I think about it, that's what I'm going to be breaking down here in my Hits and Misses review, where I'm just going to basically uh, tell you guys what I thought about it on a whim. Uh, no prep time on this one, uh, since I've been not really prepping things and just kind of spitting in the wind. If that's a phrase, I think it is. I don't know. Maybe it's not even in the right context. I don't know. Whatever the case may be. So uh, here is how this is going to work. First things first, I'm going to give you a non-spoiler review. The movie's been out for a week at this point, but, you know, I mean, I'm just getting around to watching it, and I wanted to see this. This was actually, I think, on my six flicks picks for the year. So if I was interested in this, and I still only got around to seeing it now, I mean, you still might not have seen it. You know, Thanksgiving weekend's not the same type of, you know, opening weekend type of scenarios it normally is, so I can understand you still might not want to know what spoilers uh, are out there, and if that's the case, by all means, you don't need to listen to the rest of it, but I will give you a warning ahead of time, and actually the graphic on the screen, if you're watching the YouTube video, will also change for the uh, spoiler version of this, so... Let's get into it. Let's talk about the non-spoiler section. Did I like the movie, and how specific can I be without giving out spoilers? Uh, yes, I liked the movie. Um, as I just said a minute ago, you pretty much know what you're getting when it comes to Rocky movies. If you have seen Rockies one through six, and then Creed, you uh, you're you know you're not going to come into this and be like, oh, I was expecting it to be even more action or even more drama or for it to be funnier or you know they're pretty much a copy and paste a lot of the different ways and I will also uh preface my review a little bit by saying that the Rocky franchise is by no means my favorite franchise at all I don't own any of the movies I don't think I ever will but it's something that I can appreciate to a certain extent Uh, I kind of lump it in with and this is very much a generalization but uh bear with me it's sort of a generic guy movie. I don't know many women that really like the Rocky franchise, and I know a lot of people that <laughs> sounds really mean, especially for something that I'm going to be saying that I like, but I know a lot of people that love these movies a lot, but they don't exactly have the most artistic sense of uh, film. You know, the type of people that'll say one of their favorite movies is Rocky, and another one of their favorite movies is Fast and the Furious, and another one of their favorite movies is Under Siege, but if you were to tell them to watch something like 2001 A Space Odyssey, that they would be like, oh, you know, this is a boring mess. Now, I'm also not of the type that says, you know, as soon as it's a foreign movie with subtitles in black and white, that it's instantly better or anything like that. I think that there's a wide variety of films that appeal to a wide variety of different markets. And, you know, my favorite comedy of all time is Robin Hood Men in Tights. It doesn't have to be The Graduate for it to be a great comedy to me. And in that regard, too, I mean, I like John, uh, James Bond films. It's one of my favorite franchises. And I love the Marvel films. And I will also watch a movie like, uh, 
uh, three billboards last year. I wanted that to win Best Picture. You know, it's just whatever the case may be. And your mileage may vary on certain movies, of course, too. So factor that in. But when it comes to the Rocky movies, I kind of look at them as if they fulfill what the typical guy who isn't looking at this as an Oscar bait type of film to go for, what they're looking for, if it fulfills that, it already succeeds at what has what its job is and what its fundamental purpose and being is. And also, if I can get uh, some kind of enjoyment out of that too, then you know that's all the more reason to like it. And these movies are something that I've always equated as uh, the franchise is better than each individual film. By that, I mean... If you were to put on Rocky 3, or Rocky 4, or the first Rocky even, and Rocky 2, you know, whatever the case may be, every single one of those movies, including Creed, each of those movies as a standalone movie is not as good as what the overarching series is. If you told me the story of Rocky 1 through Creed 2, and if this is the end of the movie uh, franchise, which I doubt it is, that in itself, if that is one movie and you cut down on the stuff that you don't need, you trim the fat, you know, you kind of streamline the whole process, then it's a very, very good series. But I don't want to pop in Rocky Five and just watch it. Uh, Creed Two is more of a film that I would sit back and watch again, similar to what Creed was. Creed I liked quite a bit. And that's one of the reasons why I went to see this movie was because on the strength of Creed, I figured, you know what, they're going to maybe match, maybe surpass, or maybe just fall a little bit short. That's kind of what they did. They weren't maybe as 100% as good as the other one, as Creed, in some regards. And then in some other places, they actually were better, I think. In the grand scheme of things, I liked it. It is a hit. So, you know... Uh, there you go. That's kind of cut to the chase. Uh, but I will give you reasons why and some of the things that I don't like about the movie a whole lot when we get into the spoiler section. So there is your warning. Cut it off right now. If you do not want to know what the spoilers are, bookmark this and go watch the movie and then come back. But right now it's time to get into the spoiler section. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into what Creed 2 actually is. So let's talk hits. Uh, one of the things that I liked a lot about this was, and this kind of piggybacks off of what I was just saying as well, that it continues the story in what I would feel like is the next logical thing. At the end of Creed, we had a scenario where he wasn't, you know, on top of the world, but he was clearly working his way up. And Adonis, Donnie, he was poised for being a world champion. I like how they went straight to that in this one. You know, they just went, okay, well, you know that he's going to become the champion at some point. Let's just go there and then let's kind of tell the story of Rocky 3 a little bit. They sort of merged Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4 all together in a little bit. Uh, and I like that because it's a little bit more efficient. And when you're having a franchise that's like this that is built on what came before it, you can do those kind of things because this is a very simple story too. You know, it's it's not the most complex story in the world. It's just following these characters and the journey that they're on, but it's not like, and then there's this big twist that happens and everything goes crazy. And then it's like, we're dealing with the multiverse and like, no, it's just boxing is boxing. And this is the tale of boxers 
and the lives that they have that surround the boxing world. So, you know, I mean, the next logical step was he wins the title. And then what happens after that? Well, if you are uh, Victor Drago, you know, you Ivan Drago has been training you your entire life to get this vengeance and, you know, undo the damage that was done. Of course, that's when you're going to take the uh, the initiative to jump into the whole thing. So I liked that that became the story where it was like it's Drago challenging him because this is when he can just take him off his pedestal and prove that, you know, they, they can undo the damage of what was done in the past. And that was also a good little story for Drago, too. Uh, Ivan Drago, I mean, he was motivated by undoing his failures, not that it was something like, you know, he suddenly is this, like, serial killer that wants to kill Apollo Creed's kid or something like that. That would have been a little bit ridiculous. And if they would have had some kind of a scene where uh, Ivan Drago started uh, boxing Rocky just to kind of put him into the hospital or something like that, I would have thought that it was ridiculous. Instead, they told a very simple story of a father and a son and a son trying to undo, I keep using the word undo, but that's, that's the best way to do this. Uh, you know, it's like the sins of the fathers type of thing. And I thought that it was a great way to do that because it actually also made Victor Drago very sympathetic. And he was another one of my big, big hits here. He looked like a badass, of course. So you already have the whole, like, dominating size factor to him. So that was good casting. He wasn't really, like, you know, dialogue heavy. So, you know, he did his job by the facial expressions that he needed to do and everything like that. And his story by the end of this, uh, for those who want to know the spoilers and didn't watch the movie and whatever the case may be, and those who did watch the movie but need a little refresher, he was raised by Ivan Drago after his mother, uh, Ludmila Drago, Brigitte Nelson, after she left because it was just, it's a disgrace, you know, to be in this family kind of a thing. And she married somebody else who looked like someone kind of like a consulate member or something like that. I don't really know. Um, which, by the way, real quick, uh, that was a hit, having her come in and make her, you know, a real bitch <laughs> like that was, that was good uh but Dolph Lundgren you know he still looks like a badass and he pulled off being villainous but at the same time at the end I was like man I hope that they end this with him throwing in the towel because that would be a great way to end this a little bit differently you know it's not that Adonis knocks out Victor Drago and it's like yeah fuck yeah my family is better than you no it's this story of this other father and son where Ivan lets go of the past and he tells Victor, basically, that's good enough, I'm proud of you, in so many regards, and he values his son more than he does losing him over doing this whole fight all over again. Uh, I like that a lot. That was a really nice touch. So... That was a big hit for me. Um, Rocky in this, a little bit of a mixed bag. Uh, he wasn't quite a hit. He wasn't quite a miss. I liked the idea that he wasn't sure what to do when it came to should he have trained Donnie or is he giving him a better chance because he's turning his back on him. I liked that. I don't know about the whole idea of like him 
not having a relationship with his son, that felt a little bit contrived. I don't know. Uh, I did like, however, major hit, though, that they brought back Milo Ventimiglia. That was really, really good because I was wondering in the last movie where he was, and I know that they addressed it, kind of like pushed off on the side of like, ah, he's dealing with his own stuff, but if he wouldn't have never, would have never been back into the franchise, it would have been a little bit strange. So having him show up again just in one scene, that's all you need too, is to just let you fill in the blanks, you know? At this point, is there a Creed 3? If there is, we don't need to address the idea of Robert Balboa because Rocky is in their life again, and I'm sure he's off to whatever he is on the sidelines, and that's all you really need to know. So that was great. That was a nice way to uh, kind of bring that full circle. Uh, I liked that Felicia Rashad had a little bit more to do this time around. She, of course, is never going to be the main character, so as a supporting character, she did exactly what she needed to do. And I liked that she wasn't just crying her eyes out, talking about how, you know, oh, I'm afraid that you're going to die or something like that. No, it was, you know, hey, I'm your mom, but I can't tell you what to do. You're going to do what you're ever going to do, but you should think about what you're doing as a father now and as a husband and all the other kind of things that go along with that. Very mature. I like that quite a bit. I will say uh, a miss, though. Tessa Thompson in this one. Uh Bianca's character, she's great when it comes to being supportive, and she's great when it comes to, I guess, being like uh, Donnie's like equal in terms of partnership. But this story of her going deaf and that they have a deaf daughter now, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this, and. It, it kind of seems like maybe the people involved really, really, really wanted to make that a plot point for almost no reason. Maybe just to bring attention to people that are suffering with hearing problems, which I have no problem with, like, you know, oh, why are we including this or something like that? But it just didn't feel like it served much of a purpose other than manufactured sadness. And... I guess I'll cut them a little bit of slack. I don't know where they're going to go in the future for this. Maybe that's going to be some kind of a plot point in Creed 3. Maybe, I don't know, 20 years from now, we're going to get some kind of a thing where it's like Michael B. Jordan is training his daughter and she's fighting with a women's boxing league. Or I don't know. Like I don't know where they're going to go with this. But I really kind of thought that the whole deaf thing, it was just a little bit like cheap. I guess you could say. Uh, what else can I throw out here? Honestly, I don't really know. Uh, the music was pretty good. Uh, I, At the very least, I'm going to be downloading one of the songs, which I don't know who actually did it. I don't know if Tessa Thompson can sing or not, but the, the one song that she was singing on the way uh, for the last fight, I liked that quite a bit. And, you know, it's got it's always cool when you hear da-da-da-da-da-da, you know. Uh there is no real Eye of the Tiger, though, so, you know, the montage thing was just kind of, eh, it's fine. Nothing really too great. Not quite a miss. Not quite a full-on hit. The cinematography, all that kind of stuff, uh, visuals, they were all fine. It's a hit, but it's not the most impressive thing in the world, so it's more more so, it was good, and there's no problems on my end. 
and uh, I'm uh, yeah. This is overall this is a hit. This is the type of thing that I went into it expecting to like it and not absolutely love every little bit of it to where I want to watch it again and again and again. But before Creed three comes out, if they do make a Creed three. I'll revisit Creed 2 just to give myself a little refresher, and then uh, then we'll kind of go from there. And really, what at this point do they need to do? He is the champion, so he needs to lose it, but who does he lose it to? Is it, like, uh, Mr. T's kid, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's a little bit weird. I don't know where they can go from here, except for, I would assume Rocky dies in the next movie because he hasn't died yet, and that's really the true end of everything. Although, this really could have been the end. If this is the end of the series, I'm okay with it. And I guess that's kind of all I can really ask for is a good enough movie that I feel like I got my money's worth and it continues on a franchise that, you know, can sometimes have some bad moments to it, but at the same time, at the sum of its all parts, is very, very good. So thumbs up. It's a hit. I recommend seeing it. If I'm not spoiling everything already and you, you know, you want to see it and all that other kind of stuff, by all means, drop your comments below. Tell me what you thought of the movie, whether it's a hit or a miss or somewhere in the middle when it comes to you. And uh, make sure that you subscribe on the YouTube channel and ring that little bell. Check that off for notifications of whatever the hell the next thing is that I'm going to be doing, which I have no idea what it will be. And uh, stay tuned to fanboysanonymous.com. That's where you will find all of my other content, like my Weekend Geek. I do that every single week. It's just a breakdown of some little shorter stories that I don't have the time to write full-on articles about. And then, of course, anytime that there's like a Marvel movie, I'm always doing reviews for those. And every once in a while, when I get the free time, I like to just do a little special thing here and there. But who knows what else is happening? The best way to be aware is to just follow all the accounts. Same thing when it goes to the Facebook and Twitter accounts. Subscribe all the different platforms. If you are on the sports entertainment side of things and you like professional wrestling at the very least, not boxing, but pro wrestling, go to smartoutmoment.com and you will find my pro wrestling stuff there and all the other places elsewhere like Bleach Report and E-Wrestling News and blah, 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 blah. You should know the score by now. Plenty of you come from Smartout Moment over to here rather than fanboys over to Smartout Moment. But hey, just a little bit for those kind of people. There's a Patreon for Fanboys Anonymous if you would like to show your support and help keep the lights on, and also give me the motivation to do some other kind of things like this, because I would love to do more group meeting podcasts like I used to, and to do more fan tracks, you know, the commentary tracks of different movies and TV shows. I would love to do editorial pieces about different things, and to really dive deep into comic books, and movies, and TV, and all the other things that I'm a big, 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 big fan of. So if you want to be a motivator for that, that's the best way. Just, you know, toss some spare change my way and we'll get things working when it comes to that stuff. But for now, that'll do me in. It's time for me to geek out, everybody. Thanks for listening to this. I will see you later.